1: What was the compliment someone gave you that wasn't actually a compliment? Oh, you look great. 651-641. No, really. 641. Oi vey. 651-641-1071. Good afternoon and welcome to the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Colleen. Hi. And Holly, of course, just waiting for you to give us a jingle. Colleen. (laughs) <laughs> Colleen, why are we asking about compliments oh. that weren't actually compliments?
0: Okay, so this came up on Friday. We were talking about Sharon Stone, um, who okay, so it started with Jonah Hill was like, Hey guys, can you just like not comment on my weight and stuff? Because I know you're trying to be nice, but it just like doesn't feel good. And then um Sharon Stone was like, but can I tell you you look great? And that got us talking about those compliments that you get from people that aren't actually compliments, even though I'm never even really sure what people think they're doing when they do that. But like, here's an example, 651-641-1071. When somebody says to you, oh my gosh, I found your doppelganger. You look exactly like this person. Yeah. And it's like Steve Buscemi. And you're like, <laughs> oh
1: God. I, I mean, unless Steve you're Steve Buscemi. Buscemi,
0: some of my best friends are Steve Buscemi. I just that maybe doesn't feel good for people. So yeah. I'm just saying, like, when did you ever get a compliment like that, that somebody made it sound like a compliment, but it was not a compliment?
1: Oh, 651-641-1071. And uh, Holly, I can't see anything. So you just jump right in when there's a caller on the Great.
0: line. Well, we have two people on the <laughs> line. Let's go to Sharon first. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for sharing, Sharon. You
1: look great today, Sharon. What's your compliment that wasn't a compliment?
0: Well it's sorta of like that. I'm like I, I was seventy-one at the time and walking hand in hand with my boyfriend and this um a millennials came over and said, Oh, you two look so cute, adorable, holding hands like that. Oh. <laughs> like, hello. I'm. I might be old, but I'm not dead. Oh my word! <laughs> the, 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 it's it's just fascinating how people treat uh, old people. Yes, and how that's... they think that.
1: Or just we're, act we're... as though they're not there.
0: Yes, or that that we somehow the people change when they're older. They don't have sex. They don't do anything. They just sit in wheelchairs or so, or, or rocking chairs or yeah. something. I don't know. It's just fascinating. No. Oh Sharon. What did you say back? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what did you say back? Like I said, I said I I said, I'm old but we aren't dead. Yeah. That's... That was gracious of you. Yes. I might have like grabbed a cheek and went, Oh, but you're so cute too.
1: Thank you, Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. And uh, who else we got on the line there, Holly? Terry's on the line. Hey, Terry, uh, what's the compliment that wasn't really a compliment?
0: Hello, is this, are you talking to me? Yes, I
1: am. Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, I get this quite a bit. And it's kind of similar to what your caller was just saying. I'm in my 60s and people say to me, you look great for your age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a need to add for your age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: would
0: think, you know, if you would have stopped that you look great, it would have made me feel
1: good. But right so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I hear you. Thank you so oh, much for that. That's a good one. I mean, uh, any of those, right? You have to be really careful because like, it, it's just like you're making an observation, but you need to think through the observation you're making with your own like mind before you release it out of your mouth because right. you might be unintentionally rude.
0: Well, I mean, you know, listen, this one never feels good to receive, but I know I've given it too, which is terrible. When you say similar to to what Terry just said, when maybe you're like trying on clothes with somebody and they go, How do how does it look? And you're like, Oh, that looks that's that looks great for you. Which basically says like, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> But you look good in it.
1: Yeah. Well I and you know, you ha- that's one of those where you just have to be honest. Like I wouldn't I don't like that I mean, what else are you gonna say? Like right. if you're lying to the person then that's on you. But if you're honestly like, well, it's not my favorite, but if you really love it, sure, you do you do you. <laughs> You do you, you do you 651 641 1071. What's the compliment that's not really a compliment? I for me, the one that I thought of was the one that's already been given, which is like, Oh, you look great for dot 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 age. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that yeah. mean? Right? Like, like, uh, thanks.
0: thanks? <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Also,
1: I mean, even for those of us who are somewhat skeptical of all compliments. When somebody just says something like, you look great, you're like, as opposed to what? Yesterday when I looked like right, trash? When I
0: was like a troll. <laughs> I'm like, That's on
1: me. That's on me. That's not on <laughs> you. Holly, do we have anybody else on the phone?
0: Oh, she's working it. Oh, she's, she's working, working the phone. them phones. I think that, they're. Our girl is working. I can it.
1: see out of the corner of my eye that we have quite a few people on the line. So that tells me that you guys are really good at giving. Uh, interesting receiving
0: terrible terrible compliments that aren't actual compliments which i always like what there's got to be a name for that there's got to be some sort of like
1: passive aggressive
0: yeah like yeah maybe
1: Minnesotan.
0: because it's so (laughs) like you know when you get it and you know how it feels where you're like oh i think you just meant to be rude
1: yeah
0: uh holly who do we have on the line let's go to bonnie
1: hi bonnie Bonnie, what's your compliment? That's not a compliment.
0: I was touring a family at a child care center I was working at, and the woman turned to me at one point and said, "By the way, a cute maternity top," but <gasps> I wasn't pregnant. No, and I mean I was a bit over at that
1: time. But then the next day, this woman called back, and I happened to answer the phone, and she said, "Yeah, I just wanted to call and I, I, to the person that toured me yesterday and apologize." Um, she was rather a chubby woman and I go, um that was me. <laughs> no. People are horrible. Um,
0: horrible right? My yeah. word.
1: Like not only yeah. did she try to, to solve the problem that she created in the first place, she just made it even worse. She made it worse. Yeah. What did you say? Nothing. Nothing. Mm. I said I said, yeah, that
0: was me and I hung up. Oh, Did they God. end up sending their child to that childcare? <laughs> no. Thank
1: goodness. Yeah, they were like thank maybe, God. maybe we won't do that. <laughs> maybe, oh. I don't
0: know how I can show my face there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, thanks, Bonnie, thanks Bonnie I'm sorry. sorry. Thanks,
1: thank you for that. <laughs> thank um you. let's uh who else do we have on the phone, Holly? Let's let them be our last word on compliments that aren't really compliments. I'm gonna go to Peg. Hi Peg. Hi, how are you two? You Great. know, good. we're okay, hanging out. You
0: are just a, bre- a breath of fresh air. I love
1: talking to you. Well, we love hearing from you. What's the compliment that's not a compliment? So I was talking
0: with my mom and reminding her of a story that happened in my youth. And she looked at me and she said, you know, you have a lake of useless knowledge, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I really resisted the urge to give her an appendage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But for the rest of time, I now consider myself full of useless knowledge.
1: Hey, look, all knowledge is useful.
0: No kidding. I'm telling you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for bringing your knowledge uh, to us.
1: It and was she did, and then she in left. Our moment, I would say yeah. I you know, to to that person, I would then respond, Well, you have a an endless, what was it, endless lake of um useless useless um mm-hmm. I'd have to work on that because otherwise yeah, I would have just failed on a comeback. I'm not gonna come back bit. at all. <laughs> oh yeah, you're really good. Well, whatever.
0: Yeah, well you're you, you're
1: face.
0: You, you're living.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from compliments to not compliments, we have to give you an update on Brian Austin Green and Megan Kelly Fox. Her name's actually Megan Fox. We call them Michigan. We'll tell you what they're up to when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything publicationships, post, pre-publationships. publicationships. is a publicationship? I will tell you that in a mere moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, but I'm the Bradley, that's the Colleen. Hi. Hi. And Holly, of course. Colleen, tell us what a publicationship is quickly. That
0: is a relationship for publicity.
1: Yes, and do you? And re- if
0: you Google it, you will find us attached to it because we made it up. Thank <laughs> Not you. Not to toot our bye. own
1: harns, but we're gonna we're gonna get real horny Tim tootin'. Off.
0: Somebody's gotta toot it.
1: So I need to give you an update on a bag and a Megan Kelly Fox, and you don't know what any of that means because I just made up those words. Not really. Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. They used to be married. But they are no longer. And in fact, they've gone on to their own relationships with others to much to the amusement and delight, slash, annoyance of us here on the Colleen and Bradley show. Correct. However, uh, we can now say that their divorce is finally final. And I think the details might actually, the details of their divorce, that is, might help us explain the rampant tabloid stories. That we've seen with these two. So let me just back it up and say, you know, we've talked a lot about these two since they broke up, mostly because they got into different relationships. Brian Austin Green, he was he was like allegedly supposedly going on dates with ladies, including but not limited to Courtney Stodden
0: and Tina Louise.
1: Tina Louise, not Not from from the Gilligan's Island, Gilligan's Island, but ended up dating and is currently dating a woman by the name of Sharna Burgess, who stars on Dancing with the Stars. Megan Fox, in turn, started dating Machine Gun Kelly, and their publicationship name is Michigan. Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess's publicationship name is Brerna. But we talked a lot about those publicationships, and I think I think if we look at the story about Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green's divorce settlement... It might explain that, like, publicationship cavalcade of stories better.
0: Ooh, tell me more.
1: So uh, there was a story over I'm on, leaning in. Ooh, I like that. Uh, over on TMZ, there's a story that says that Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green have finally hashed out a settlement, and all they need is a judge's signature, which should come any day now. And according to all sources, they have agreed to joint legal custody... And, or excuse me, joint legal and physical custody of their three boys, um, which uh, something they had agreed to do from the beginning. So that's not much of um, headline news. But what I thought was headline news is that apparently there was not a prenuptial agreement with Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. Huh. And, and in California, of course, that means that anything that they acquired during their 10 year marriage would be 50-50. So I thought that was significant, right? The fact that these two very high-profile actors, who you'd think should know better when it comes to high-powered actors with money, pew-pew, that they should have had a a prenuptial agreement, right? Like, it's it's shocking to me that they wouldn't.
0: I feel like that's par for the course in Hollywood. That's why I'm sort of shocked by it. But the other thing I'm shocked by is, uh, well... Of the two of them, I feel like that would have protected her more Mm -hmm. because I feel like she's more, um, I don't want to say she's more successful, but she certainly was working more at the time that they got married. And so I just find it really shocking that, like you said, that they did, I mean, that's par for the Hollywood marriage course. But also, it would have protected her. I feel like in the long run.
1: But then you'll remember after they broke up, there was uh, there were all of these stories about. Uh she behaving like a child or a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, going off and not being a good parent. And then there were stories about him, like she would shade him on social media about not being a good parent. And then there mm-hmm. were all these stories about him showing off being a good parent. And so you mm-hmm. had this like these two warring media narratives happening between uh both of them. And I think that that explains to me, then, why that happened. Why did we see all these stories about them accusing one another of not being uh, the best parents or acting immaturely? Uh, It's because there was no prenup. uh, There was no prenup. There was nothing. Oh, my
0: gosh. That makes perfect sense.
1: There was, you know, they were fighting for a battle of perception. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. right that, the, uh, that you know we've since learned that actors are or not actors celebrities are very good at using tabloids to paint a picture that will help them in the courtroom
0: right because well because they're trying each other in the court of public opinion and so if if she can if they can make each other look like they are not great parents or like they are being irresponsible that could translate but but it seems to me and i listen i am no lawyer However, it seems to me that like the law is pretty is pretty firm in terms of when there isn't a prenuptial agreement, what then becomes marital assets and how they split that down the middle yeah. you know what I mean yeah and so it's it's almost... Like, it almost seems ridiculous to me that they would be working so hard to try this in the court. Well, but custody
1: is not a a foregone conclusion, right? True, true, true. And now, you know, that they're they're both going to have joint and equal custody of their kids. So I feel like, you know, no one was able to sort of like run away with the public narrative because I think they both looked like petulant children. But at the end of the day, the court Mm -hmm. saw fit to allow them both the opportunity to be with their kids.
0: Well, I'm just glad that the national nightmare is over.
1: Yes. Well, I don't know because now they're in their own publicationships trying to get work because we know that publicationships, in addition to, you know, generating headlines, those headlines can then turn into work opportunities. So I feel like true. we're gonna see them. True All that. right. When we come back here on the Colina Bradley show, we've got some more celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bugs. Do that right here on my talk 107.1. Oh, celebrities stop behaving badly, won't you? And by that I mean, please don't ever stop behaving badly because Colleen and I would have nothing else to talk about here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Good afternoon and welcome back to our beautiful program. It's now time to get ugly with some celebrities behaving badly. We call them. D-Bags. D-Bags. Yay. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day.
0: Oprah, oh, we're going to need you to deliver your D-Bag I'm... first while I go over here in the kitchen.
1: You go over to the kitchen, and while you're over there, I'm going to tell you about uh, my D-Bag today. Celebrity who's behaving badly. Her name is Courtney Kardashian. Why? Because she went berserk. <laughs> allegedly, supposedly, according to Page Six, searching for Travis Barker's phone on a flight. Now, the news has, of course, hovered around uh, Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian uh, preparing to wed, in fact, which is something we weren't planning on. But before that happened, there was this story. And I think this story tells us far more about them than the stories of them getting to, to wed. Apparently, now this took place last week, but apparently we're just learning about it uh, or we learned about it over the weekend. So, Courtney was on a commercial flight from L.A. to New York on Wednesday, and she started to frantically search for her phone. According to all sources, she raised a stink when Travis dropped his phone between their business class seats as the plane was departing the tarmac. So, as the plane began taking off, she started, quote, frantically searching and demanded five more minutes, just five more minutes when the flight attendant did what flight attendants are supposed to do and asked her to take a seat because they're taking off. And this is not peak time to talk about or uh, This is not the peak time to find your phone. Just wait till after we, you know, get to our cruising altitude and then you can go look for your phone. So apparently she got into kind of a kerfuffle with the, with the, um, Flight attendant, and, according to a source, quotes, she got into a bit of a kerfuffle and was quite bratty. She was not nice and was very much acting like a child. Barker, for his part, apparently remained in the seat, and the flight attendant asked Courtney to stay in hers, but she quote kept freaking out, saying, Give me five more minutes, honey, they ain't holding up this plane for you.
0: Listen if you're a Kardashian, oh there you are I Hi, I am here, hi." If you're a Kardashian, you think they hold everything up for you.
1: Okay. This is absolutely correct. 100%. So, again, just to reiterate Courtney's D bag because, of course, they, um, or she could not keep herself in her seat until they took off. Now, that is a story totally believable as, as far as I'm concerned. Just to give you a little bit more information allegedly, supposedly, the passenger who squawked over at page six said the phone fell underneath one of those clays crazy reclining chairs in business class she was the one looking for it he was not moving she was in the aisle and was even bending over and using the light from her phone to search for it which like is totally i don't know understandable if you lost a phone right right okay so that's the story but can we also talk have you ever been on a flight when they tell you if you drop your phone don't look for it call a flight attendant because it could be a fire hazard
0: Ooh, no, I've never heard that.
1: Okay, so I have heard this a couple times, uh, the last few times I've flown, and I'm like, is that a thing? Like, why do you need the flight attendant to come look for the phone you dropped? Can someone explain that to me? Please send an email, because I'm confused. I am
0: confused about that, too. I've never heard that. And
1: I've heard it more than once on different flights, on different airlines. So that's when I, like, the second time I heard it on a different airline, I was like, okay, so that's a thing, and I would like to understand how dropping your phone between your seats is a fire hazard.
0: Well, also... Because if my
1: phone is a fire hazard, I need to know about it, but I don't think it is. Well,
0: I don't don't know. But also, I'm
1: not one to argue in the friendly skies because I don't want to...
0: Also, that's... So, that. thank you, which brings me to my next question, which is, like, Courtney, I mean, and Travis, for that matter, I get it. Like, it doesn't feel good to be without your phone for a minute. I understand that. But maybe take a deep breath it's just a phone it's okay it's gonna turn up it didn't happen you didn't didn't throw it out the plane window it's in the vestibule somewhere yeah you didn't even drop it in the toilet no it's it's there somewhere It's okay. It's not going to be lost. The one thing I will say is it
1: would be frustrating if it like went like all the way to the back of the plane and then you have to like go one by one by one and like, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. Like climbing under all those seats would be really uncomfortable.
0: That would be frustrating. That is true. (laughs) That is true. But maybe like at some point you can get a search party going. Maybe call the thing with another phone. Yeah, find
1: my iPhone. Follow
0: the vibration. Yes. Yes. There's so many anyways, options. I
1: need somebody to send an email explaining why the phone is a fire hazard, please and thank you, Courtney also nice try getting your your um d bag story off uh the you know the headlines by trying to get married instead. I see what you're doing thank you right mm-hmm. who's your d bag
0: Oh, look at this it's Chloe Kardashian,
1: oh another Kardashian Ding,
0: bong, okay, so. What is our biggest critique about Chloe Kardashian?
1: That she is sad.
0: Oh, poor Chloe! Okay. So I want to be very clear: our critique of Chloe isn't about how she actually looks; it's about how she makes herself look. And what I mean is, oh,
1: the extreme filtering. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. She overfilters,
0: yeah. and we're like, "Girl, we have eyeballs. We know what you really look like because mm-hmm. we've seen you." Okay, so she did a video. For her business, Good American. Good American is her clothing business. I've heard that her people rave about those jeans jeans in the world. Mm -hmm. I know, so I'm. I keep on thinking I got to pull the trigger and buy one of those pair of jeans, but it's hard to part with ninety dollars when you're not quite sure. Okay, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. So Chloe's trying. She's doing using her Instagram, and she's trying to recruit people to um to work as a model for good american okay so if you open up the story and look at chloe kardashian in this instagram video Mm -hmm. what do you see
1: um she looks like she's wearing a silk robe
0: she looks like her enhanced filtered version of chloe kardashian
1: yeah that doesn't look like the usual chloe i guess Although I don't know what that is anymore. I'm having a hard time. I know, nobody knows. What is that?
0: We don't know. But this is what Chloe says in this video on Instagram where she's trying to recruit people to be models for her good American brand. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited because we are bringing open casting back. We are going all around the U.S. to find women of all size and ethnicities, the best version of you. Just be true to who you are.
1: Unlike me and my entire family. (laughs)
0: Exactly. We and all there look like the
1: same person.
0: And then she enhances it by saying, you have the opportunity to be flown out to L.A., a chance to meet me, and sign with one of the top agencies in the business. I'd be like, yeah, girl, I would like to come and see what your face really looks like. Oh. Uh,
1: that is a, that is something I would like to see. I would like to see Khloe Kardashian in the wild, meaning like uh, just to happen upon her on the street, because... This woman, like, look, everybody wants the best version of themselves on social media. Like, nobody is posting troll photos intentionally of themselves. Some people just aren't aware, (laughs) right? Like, But every one of us is trying to make sure the right angle, the right lighting, the right filtering is applied. But you also, most people, I think, have an awareness of what's, you know, like, you might apply a filter and go,
0: I mean... I like that. But that's not my but face. But that,
1: according to... um, What's the guy's name who does the talk show? According to... Donahue? <laughs> yes. Maury Povich? Mike, Povich?
0: Mike Douglas?
1: The lie detector test has determined...
0: Maury, that's Mopo.
1: That, that is a lie. Not Mike mm-hmm. Douglas. Nice try, Holly. Um <laughs> Like, you can, most people can do that math where they look at it and they're like, you yeah, know, I mean, I would like to look like them, but I don't look like that. And so you don't right. because, you know, your friends will be like, hey, girl, did you fall <laughs> you asleep on face? the filter button last night. <laughs> <laughs> did it get stuck? <laughs> yeah. Or anybody. Well, if you don't have friends like that, you should, honestly, mm-hmm. because it'll save you in the end. Anyway. Yeah. I'm saying, like, I get it. I get the impulse. But, like. When people actually see you, aren't they going to be like, oh, that's interesting. That's not the same person, is it? Which is why it's
0: doubly funny that she's like, hey, everybody, just be yourself. Show up the best (laughs) version of you. And she's like, I found a new version of me. Yeah. Yeah. I bought the new version of me. Yeah.
1: I paid for it. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. But that's always the curiosity about all of that is they are not creating a look. That is meant to be viewed outside of the context of photographic media, like mediation. Like, you are not mm-hmm. meant to see Khloe Kardashian in real life. Because if you actually did, the space-time continuum would break. Listen, this is like reverse. You know, you know, remember when, so- like, in olden- old-time celebrities, they used to have to go out in disguise? Mm-hmm. Well, the Kardashians do that in reverse. Like... <laughs> The The version that they show of themselves is super not them. And so yeah. then when you see them in real life, you're well, like, who are those troll I don't people? know if you it's know the this, Kardashians.
1: but I have it on good authority that actually Khloe Kardashian is B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't, wouldn't you die if like somebody like one of us was a Kardashian and you had no yes. idea, but we have been like living an alternative like filter life.
0: It's like Scooby Doo.
1: Like, wait a minute. You were a Kardashian this whole time.
0: Yeah, you, you would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. That's the brilliance kids. of it. That's the brilliance of it. You guys, they can go out like into a the wild and nobody will know it's them.
1: Guy named Mel, Chloe mm-hmm. <laughs> Kardashian. It's a sixty-four-year-old man named Mel from Cincinnati.
0: Hi, pl- and we are all getting played. Yeah. Also, quick question, and I'm honestly asking this, and I realize what a dumb question it is. Can they put filters on, like? Can they do that on the f- cameras that they use you, to what? film their Hulu show? Are you kidding? Oh, my gosh. Everything is every. every we were doing yeah, this to Whitney to Houston sure. back
1: in the day. May she rest in peace. I There's not a day goes by that I don't think about. Well, OK, maybe a day or two, but don't very rarely me. a week because I okay. just thought about her last week and how much I miss Whitney Houston anyway. <sighs> The moral of the story is...
0: I didn't know. I'm sorry. It's
1: true. I mean, I thought about... I Just think about the music that we lost. We don't have time mm. for this. But... Um,
0: Grieve on your own They time. were
1: post-producing her. And they've mm-hmm. done this with other celebrities for years.
0: They do this with every... Every single thing that we watch has been manipulated in post-production.
1: Yeah. To Being,
0: look. To look better. To airbrush the face. To do whatever. And... If you go and you read what people are doing in the editing room, they're like, they advise actors. They're like, no, you want us to touch up your face. I mean, go to yeah, a Zoom okay. meeting. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: You're mm-hmm. like, that's want to
0: be you. I want to be very clear about something. You have that filter. I want to be very, very clear about something. Yeah. That, that we're, we're all on unfiltered. YouTube. Yeah, we are on YouTube, and we what you're getting is unfiltered. This is very. Oh, unfiltered. that's true. That is true. We are unfiltered. Sorry about it. <laughs>
1: pew pew. Lucky Not for sorry. You. Not well,
0: sorry. Get on no, it. Why are right. we being
1: filtered? Wow. Somebody make that happen.
0: Yeah, that's my next question. Where's the budget for my filtering? <laughs> well,
1: well, we spent Filter it. this. We spent it on this miraculous uh, budget. Mm. Uh, yeah. That we have here on the Colleen and Bradley award-winning show. show. Well, it is award-winning, but it is on we a won budget. Award so, one time. thank you. When we come back, our good friend Katie Holmes is in headlines yet again, apropos of Wonderful. absolutely nothing. And I would like to update you on what her dating situation is, because I know you've been waiting patiently to hear that. Correct. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll do that when we come back here on Mike Talk 107.1. I'm thinking it's time to go. Thank you, Holly. And uh, we need to get right to the relationships of one Katie Holmes, or should I say the lack thereof. Good afternoon and welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk One i I'm the Bradley, that's the Colleen.
0: Hi, I'm the Colleen.
1: Apropos of nothing but attention-seeking behavior, we now know what Katie Holmes' dating situation is. I know you're very excited. Uh, I would also like to talk about how she was once a heroine of pop culture, not heroin, the drug.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday
1: so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Emilia Vitolo Jr., she was heroin indeed. Regardless, um, but in addition to her having once been a heroin, I want to know... Uh, right, I do believe, rather, that she's kind of just a cupcake-making sad trombone. So mm. you might remember she likes womp, to make cupcakes. Um, you guys, I saw this exclusive over at Us Weekly. And whenever we see an exclusive over at Us Weekly or any tabloid of that ilk, what do we generally assume here on the Colina Bradley show?
0: Ah, that the call is coming from inside the house.
1: Yeah, so this probably came from her people. <laughs>
0: yeah. They were like, we need to get her name out there.
1: That Katie Holmes. Also, again, I would just like to appreciate we used to be like up here with Katie Holmes, and now we're down here talking about life post Emilio Vitolo Jr. Yay. (laughs) Katie (laughs) Holmes has been on low-key dates. Isn't searching for love after her split from from Emilio Vitolo. Okay. So a source exclusively tells us weekly Katie's been going on a few low-key dates, but nothing really serious right now. Um, You know, she was dating that Emilio Vitolo Jr. guy, and things seemed to be going strong, but they decided to give each other space, so, you know, they didn't have any drama with their breakup, but since then, she's been kind of, like, hanging out and doing stuff, but nothing really that particular, you know?
0: Okay, so what's the story, then?
1: I mean... (laughs) exactly I mean, I mean, there is like, no story I know that's the point yeah.
0: but it's like okay all right like okay just go with me because let's pretend we're katie holmes people and we're all sitting around a table and we're like we gotta get katie's name out there yeah nobody's talking about katie holmes how is this the story that we lead
1: with <laughs> I know what you'd think there are about 30 other stories. The only thing I could think of, and again, literally the only part of this story that is a story is the two things that I shared, which is that Katie's been going on a few very low key dates, but nothing serious right now and is not focused on her dating life and not searching for love. So basically nothing to see here, which begs the question that you just asked why are we telling the story? (laughs) The only Mm -hmm. thing I could think of is, was this like from Emilio Vitolo Jr.?
0: To get his name Uh back in headlines? No, that's not the worst theory. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, you know, (laughs) know, which is not nothing, because because, Mm -hmm. like it talks about him more than once, and his name is actually in the headline. Right. And we know that Emilio Mm -hmm. Vitolo Jr., Colleen, for the audience out there going, I don't know what that is. And I know you guys don't talk like that, but for the purposes of the show, it sounds funnier if you do. Colleen, can you just, for the audience who's like, I don't know what that is, explain what an Emilio Vitolo Jr. is?
0: Sure. So Emilio Vitolo Jr. is the... S- son of or the owner of a family restaurant in New York City, and um, I cannot for the life of me remember. It's like Babaloon something or another. Cucina
1: Amore. I don't know.
0: One <laughs> don't moment, know please. From. Thanks. Anyway, it's a it's a restaurant that apparently a lot of celebrities like to frequent. Emilio's and- Bellato. Oh yeah, where all I- the celebrities like to get there. their spaghetti exactly so apparently this is like one of those places with pictures of celebrities on the wall he has boasted that he has a friendship with the Jonas brothers etc 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 anyway he and Katie Holmes were taken up with each other you know pandemic style like masking and relaxing (laughs) (laughs) all cool (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. they were shooting some b-ball outside of the pool but anyway no they were like walking around New York City you know, pandemic style, pandemic love. Um, and he was getting all kinds of attention. And then he worked on a project that she directed or produced um, because he's a, he's an he wants to be an actor. Yeah. Which it, is exactly why I fully agree with you that he is the one that's working this zombie ship.
1: Well, I also think because in addition to the fact that headlines, uh, his name is in the headline of the story, it also makes him look not, like the story isn't, Katie Holmes is hot and heavy with everyone who's not Emilio Vitolo Jr. after breaking up with him, right? Like mm-hmm. it gives a little bit of information about Katie Holmes, but to our earlier point, nothing really that we cared to know about Katie Holmes. Cause it's like, well, right. oh, it's no big deal. But it also is like, she's not really, you know, she's been on some low key dates. Sure. But like, nobody's really sticking after the, you know, hunk of hunk of burn and love that she was rolling around with drinking Naomi wines, which is the wine brand that she uh, was plugging in, you know, some tabloid um, photo mm-hmm. spreads.
0: Oh, yeah, wearing the leather pants inside alone. <laughs> Who does listening that? To, listening well, it to was a the, pandemic. You know, we, were in that's, well, that's we were all doing the Spending We were all
1: wearing leather pants alone, <laughs> eating I cupcakes. Know, I not
0: wearing leather pants, but I was eating cupcakes. All right.
1: Um. So I don't know. I have no idea if it's who's... but But at the end of the day, as I said at the very outset of this segment... This just, you know, she used to be like, we used to talk about Katie Holmes like she was, you know, the celebrity savior. She, you know, escaped from Tom Cruise, single-handedly, like, thwarted the Church of Scientology to get away with her child. Like, Mm -hmm. not without my daughter style. Um, And then all of a sudden, she just became this, like, cupcake, you know, shilling celebrity, like, second-rate celebrity. And it's kind of just a buzzkill like i feel bad it's a bummer so i don't know if she just needs better representation or better projects because she's doing stuff
0: i mean she is she's doing stuff but like okay can i be honest
1: i'd prefer it is
0: this a safe place yeah i mean
1: a lot of people are listening but sure
0: she's not really that great of an actress like she's not good
1: but she had achieved a level you know that's true of a lot of people that's true no you're right absolutely right (laughs) but she had crafted a celebrity for herself that sort of outkicked its coverage to your point and I feel like now it's just kind of like she's had a lot of low-key dates lately oh great
0: Thanks.
1: Okay. Wow. Wow. Oh, Katie. We tried. Okay, when we come back, what's your favorite movie theater? Like, where are you guys enjoying going to see the movies right now? It is a legitimate question. I would like the answer to 651 641